0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are listening to the Self-Made Podcast with your hosts, Paxson Klug, and... And Dawson Doyen. And today we're going to kind of talk about um, our majors a little bit more. So kind of giving you guys a um, a look into what our daily life might look like and why we chose our certain majors.
1: There you go. An in-depth dive, if you will.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, but first, before we get into there... How is your SMART goal going? You know, how, how are you doing, dear listener? Are you achieving your goal like you set out to? Or is it something you might need to think a little bit more on? That is my challenge for you this week, is to think about where your goal is at and let us know how it is going. There you go. So, um, first question, Dawson. Why yes. history education? Hmm,
1: well, um, I have kind of a two-pronged, answer for that. So when I was in um, middle school, um, I figured out then that I had a a natural liking for history, not necessarily an affinity for it, like it came easily to me. Uh, I was very much not as good of a student as I consider myself to be now in middle school, but I had that kind of natural kind of intrinsic motivation when i was in history class in middle school so um, that was kind of when the seed was first planted you know um and then i got to high school and as you know we probably had two different history courses we had world history when we were sophomores and u.s history when we were uh seniors um and when we got into those that's when i uh really started paying more attention to history as a as a content area uh, rather than just something that I liked. Right. So I'm like, no, oh, I can maybe make something out of this, you know. And then um, um, US, U.S. History came along in senior year, and then I really figured out. I was like, yeah, I want to do something with with this content area. Um uh, maybe, as a means to support myself, whether that means uh teaching in the in the k twelve um sphere, if that means working in more private areas like uh museum work or archival work or something like that uh I knew at that point all I knew was that I wanna do something with it,
0: and yeah, yep so kind of starting your own Indiana Jones adventure kind yeah, of thing so
1: dude i'm telling you I, I don't know who i have to blame for that but whoever impressed that on me as a, as a, as a child they're they're responsible for my whole they're responsible for my whole uh, academic journey thus there you far. go very nice so cool i don't know let's see so i guess i could ask the same question a, a view
0: just to kind of dish it back
1: out. Why? Uh, why psychology for you? Um,
0: I knew that I wanted to help people. Right? Mm-hmm. I knew that I enjoyed kind of volunteer work as a, a youngster, um, but I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, and so, people were like do what you are interested in. So, I thought about being a video game designer, and mm-hmm. so I tur- toured DSU. Um, and found out that is not the fit for me. Do you get those, like, um, do you get those, like, play, those
1: ads for, like, play testers? Um. It's like, get paid to, uh, video games.
0: Yeah, it it was that, and then it was also, um, it was, they have a different kind of culture than they do at BH, and I was like, I could see myself living here. Do I think I would have loved living there? I don't think so. Mm. It's also east side of, you know, South Dakota. Um, so it is cold. And more humid and windy. And I was like, mm, no, I'm okay. Yeah. So West side, best side. Yes, <laughs> that's right, well, hey. I agree with I you. It's more beautiful. That's my personal opinion, go. though. Mm-hmm. Um, they also said, like, this is our hardest major. And I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, oh. Yeah, that's just what you want to hear. Well, right that's, the- <laughs> that's a lovely thing to tell a incoming, incoming yeah. freshman, possibly. <laughs> so I was like, no, nope, we're going to reevaluate that. And so I actually really got into... Um, personality tests Mm -hmm. and um that was kind of my introduction into psychology and kind of learning more about how our mind might work and so i was like oh i can learn about this for life oh cool and so it was more of i like knowing how things work um and i I think the human mind is an enigma in which we're still discovering more every day and so i enjoy being a part of that um adventure. Yeah. You wanna be at the you
1: wanna be at the forefront of, of discovery at some point. I think that
0: would be that that sounds pretty cool. Or I happily welcome the idea of reading about it in journal articles during my break and then helping our future generation reach those new goals, right? There you go. And like, hey, this is a possibility. Like, whoa. Really? You're like, yeah, you could be the next new psychologist. Let's help you get there. So There you go. My next question is for history, right? Mm -hmm. It feels like there's a lot to cover, right? In, In a couple, four years, right, to be a history person, right? So my question is, how does it work for you? Are you more of an expert in one particular era of history, or is it more of a grassroots, let's give you everything, and then... It's on you later in life to become better, more of an expert towards certain areas. Um,
1: so I would like to preface by saying <laughs> uh, I by no means uh, consider myself an expert, right. even though I have um, four years of experience. Of education, right. um, I like to think that history is something that you can never be 100% um, knowledgeable, okay. On there's always you know new discoveries. There's always new discoveries being made. There's always new ways. New there's always new interpretations. There's there's there, you can never be 100% knowledgeable on something unless you're talking like brass tacks, like names, dates, places, people, things that are solid. Yeah. So, but anything outside of that, I don't consider myself to be an expert. But okay. that uh, besides the point. Anyway. Um, my my journey the last four years through history has not been linear by any means. Okay, um, I think well obviously when you when you start you do your your gen ed courses right. So I did I did US one and I did US two, um, and then after that I think I jumped to Western Civ one and two. Is that
0: more of, like, settlements and, like, expanding westward? So U.S. US
1: 1 was, like, um, discovery of North America all the way up to the beginning of the Civil War. Gotcha. And then U.S. 2 was, or U.S. 1 ended at Reconstruction period, so uh, post-Civil War. And then U.S. 2 picks up kind of that post Reconstruction, Gilded Age, turn of the twentieth century and then goes all the way up to like nineteen seventy, nineteen eighty. Okay. Uh and then Western Civ one and two. Western Civ one is, is um exactly as it as it is, Western civilization. So you're doing more you're more uh, uh European focused, you know, talking about the Crusades and and, okay. and um you know the Holy Land and and um, kingdoms and kings and empires and things like that. Um, Western Civ two is non Western Civ, so it's the same kind of premise, except you're not applying it to um, Europe. You're applying it to like places like the Middle East and Africa. And oh, okay. Different so different influence that are be Yep. Okay. Yep. So, and then after that, I jumped to, like, more specialty classes. Right. Because that was, like, end of sophomore year and uh, into junior year. Mm-hmm. So I did a, a couple survey classes. So I had history of the World
0: Wars, which was World War One and Two. That sounds like the most dad class out there. Like, that <laughs> yeah, is well, something that, like, a lot of people I've learned that guys will just pick see? one war that they'll, like, study for. And And it's like as if that's like their Jeopardy category, that they'll go for the rest of their life, right? Mm -hmm. Like they'll know. For that one pop quiz that'll come up, they'll know the answer. There you go.
1: I used to be like that when I was in the formative stages. I was like, what do I want to study? And I was like, war. War. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, Yeah, so I did that specialty class, World Wars. And then after that, I did another specialty class called uh, the U.S. in the 19th century. Mm -hmm. So um, that was pretty sweet. And also sprinkled in there I have some uh like South Dakota specific classes. So I have okay. history of South Dakota, I had um South Dakota Indian studies as well, which I really liked. very um, cool. So I yeah, I had some I had some a lot of good stuff. It's just kinda of been all over the place. Oh, historiography as well, the big the uh, the big kahuna of all okay. the of all the history courses. That's when that's when you really deep dive into one specific this is what i want to talk about this is what i want to research because the goal of that class at the end of the year is to present at a conference okay so you write a you write a 15 page paper and you oh boy make a powerpoint and you are the expert you for are that. the expert yeah. for
0: that one thing yep. very nice yep.
1: So um, it's kinda of been all over the place, but uh, I would I I don't think I'd change much about it because right. you know it's 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 it is a it is a really big intake of knowledge, but but um yeah, it's yeah. it's just more it's just more ammunition, you know. <laughs> right. Like very cool.
0: Something that'll definitely help you regardless wherever you go. Oh yeah. So Yep. Well that's Here we go. Since
1: we talked about why you got into psychology, uh, what is one thing that you wish people looking from the outside in knew about what you
0: were pursuing? Knew about psychology. Oh, I will say there's a lot of possibilities. Meaning, there's a lot of people are like, okay, what is it like? Right? Like, there's there's a lot of people who in, for example, biology chemistry there's one formula and this is the one way to get to this one area right like when two atoms form together they make a compound psychology is not necessarily like that and because we're studying humans there's no one answer and so i think there's a lot of misconceptions on like why is there so many theories it's more of you kind of create the theory and then they test the theory with evidence and so it's not necessarily a one shoe fits all kind of a thing and so i would say when you're looking at psychology it seems like we haven't made as much progress but it's because we're taking it from so many different angles Mm -hmm. at the same time you're considering so many different right and then there's also a lot of like um things we have to be careful of right like we can't um we try not to have biased research, right? So you don't want to make a hypothesis after you found results, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of different precautions that we have to take with making sure that our researchers are unbiased, that our participants are unbiased, because they they actually found that participants in psychological research, if they have an idea of what the researcher is looking for, will try and please the researcher. So the research results are actually skewed in a positive way, meaning it's correlated with the hypothesis if the researcher treats them differently, right? So if you're looking at, you know, I don't know, make up a study of guys are more aggressive than girls, right? Mm -hmm. And the research participant know that that's like what you're researching. They will skew towards those different hypothesis mm-hmm. ends. so mm-hmm. very interesting in the fact of um psychology is still growing right it's like one of our youngest sciences out there um, along with sociology um, so i would i'd say that one part and then i'd also say when you go into a psychology major you're getting more of a general knowledge not a specific one so your more specific intel of like, how do you be a psychologist in the fact of like you're counseling someone? You're going to learn that in later schooling rather than right now. You're just going to get the basic knowledge that everyone kind of gets. And then you can go from there. So that was, that is my one thing of like, don't go in like, Oh yeah, I'll go in with the knowledge of how to do this, this, Mm -hmm. this, and this. I'll be an expert in these things. And it's hard to say, like you said, an expert in psychology because you might know the research that's currently out there but there can also be a, a landmark study that's produced two years down the line that changes our whole way of thinking so um, that is also my other thing with psychology is we are constantly evolving and so we, are, we don't know everything yet and that's kind of exciting Thank you so let me see I think um When we're talking like classes, right? Mm -hmm. It sounded like you you had a lot of different various types of classes. What do they look like structure-wise? So are they more of a... You have one class that's like three hours long. Is it more of... um, Are they more discussion-based classes where you all kind of read and then you talk about it? Or is it more of a lesson, a history, history lecture? Um it
1: very much depends on the professor okay and the nature of the class two things um when i was in us one um i took that with dr Wyatt, so we did a lot of we always did every day there was lecture and then uh once a week there was like a discussion so like a participatory in class discussion right um so there's a mixture of both lecture and in-class participation for most of them. Uh, when I got to like Western Civ one and two and um, other classes like that, uh, and World Wars as well, very much more uh, lecture-heavy because um, that's that's just what Dr. Lang likes to do. He's right. he's the he's the the main man as far as his classes go. Um, so very, very, very lecture heavy for either 50 minutes or one hour and 15, because those are the two time frames that... That
0: he does? That he does.
1: He also does the World Wars class, so he did the three-hour block. Okay. And that was separated, like, um, the first half was lecture, the second half was in-class discussion. Okay. So it it very much depends on the makeup of the class itself. Is it 50 minutes? Is it an hour and 15? Is it a three-hour block? Right. Uh, that kind of uh, dictates what uh, goes the on. The teaching method. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But if I had to like pick a couple things that were like universal across all of those, it's lecture for the first. You know, since since let's say you have a ten to ten to eleven fifteen or something. Right. Um, you can go in there knowing that at ten o'clock or ten o one lecture is going to start and then it's going to go till you know, 11 or 10 after 11 or if you're going if it's like a friday and you're going right. to d- discuss that day maybe you'll wrap up the lecture from the last class and then spend the rest of the class on on discussion but okay. you can always go into a class knowing that as soon as you know the class starts lecture you're goes. going right into a lecture yep. okay mhm very nice um so I you mentioned um in your your last kind of answer quote unquote that you don't learn specific things at one time right. you'll kind of just talk about it once and then maybe later on you'll bring it back up yeah. and that was actually the perfect segue to my okay. question that I wanted to ask um are well actually it's, it's probably two pronged question, actually okay. uh one are there things that you remember from early on in your, psych- in your psychology journey that you right. have now covered in more detail? And yes. two, uh, knowing the information that you do now, uh-huh. uh, would you go back to the beginning of your psychology journey armed
0: with that new information? Um, so I think to answer your first question, yes. So mm-hmm. there is what is called general psychology, mm-hmm. and that's like a, a gen ed that anyone could take, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that kind of prepares you and it gives you the foundation to build off of. And so they've spent a lot of time in our psych department trying to get the best foundation for it all of Mm -hmm. talking about all the different theories, um, and kind of just introducing you into the concepts that psychology has available. And so they, they very much touch on them. They're like, Oh, this is what Freud thought. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Later in other classes, you'll touch more on Freud and how he might apply to, you know, adolescent development, right? And so every specified course will talk in different, they'll re-cover most of the things, but then they'll take them and enhance them, and you'll dig deeper into what they, you know, the time period they were in, or the, the current thought process of them, or the individual researcher's biases that might be inside their, their theories. And like contemporary, so. like, criticisms and... Right, and so, you know, a lot of, for example, Freud, who is kind of the, the grandfather of psychology, quote-unquote, um, he was very much sexist in his theories, but then his ways of saying, oh, like, he believed that women were immoral because they didn't have a high work ethic. Because of that time, women typically did not work outside the house. Mm-hmm. And so it was very much like a circular logical thing of like, well, see, this like is why a, you can't. Yeah. And then they're like, like it's we a couldn't have, you're, it's a, yeah, It's a product it, of the time. Right. It's a double-edged sword of, yeah. you know, if you do it, you're screwed. If not, you're also screwed. So yeah. um, it's it's interesting kind of learning those theories and then taking steps back, and then looking at why they thought that at the certain times. So, yeah. yeah. And then what was your second part of that question? Um, armed with that,
1: like, kind of information, right. like, you, you, you were exposed to it in the beginning. Now you know what you know. Right. Would you go back and be like, oh, yeah, I remember. Like, oh, that makes more sense. Or, like, right. um, go back with the information that you have now and just do it all over again.
0: I think it would be you get a new perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Because like when you first see it, you're just kind of trying to you're throwing everything at the wall and hoping something sticks. Whereas if you kind of know more about the details and you go through all those kind of general lectures, Mm -hmm. it adds more context to your learning. So I think absolutely going back, Um, but I also think there's a part of me that kind of misses the nuance of like various psychology concepts right of like when you're brand new learning something it's always exciting and so kind of learning almost it seemed a little bit like almost jedi magic right of like Uh if you know certain things about the mind you can kind of predict other things and so i remember earlier on in my education i'm like whoa you blew my mind how did you do that and like got research to prove it and so (laughs) um I think there's part of me that wants to kind of go back to that and still have those things that I'm, like, learning new, brand new things wow. about. Yeah. 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 So I think it's a kind of a mix of to go back would be cool, but then I also still miss those, like, mind-blowing, whoa, that's a study that they did? Cool. So. <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> yes. Um... So we kind of talked about your various different classes. Mm-hmm. Out of them all, what has mm-hmm. been your favorite class you've taken? Oh man, dang! Oh,
1: I had one. Probably nineteenth well, century was really fun. My specialty class. That one and um, US one. Between those two, I mean, US one's kind of like a really answer, but okay. I just I really liked it. Cool. I liked the, what was I liked what was taught. I liked how it was taught. I liked what we did, but um, the reason I really liked uh, my U.S. in the 19th century class, the three-hour one, was because of the sources that we included. Okay. So, like every every week, we would meet up, uh, knowing that we were going to discuss uh, two new sources and kind of like comparatively and discuss them and contrast and whatever. Oh. And uh, some of those sources are really, really interesting to read. Yeah. So we'd have we we do lecture for we'd do a lecture that kind of establishes the time in which these sources that we are going to read uh, derive from. Okay. So I remember we talked about um, the U.S. Congress leading up to uh, the Southern states seceding from the Union pre-Civil War. So we read a an excerpt about the caning of Charles Sumner. Oh, okay. Um, which, if you don't know what that is, basically Charles Sumner was a, a, a U.S. congressman who, um, literally, by one of his uh, uh, political opponents or somebody who had beef—I can't quite remember—literally Right um, literally walked up to him and beat him senseless, just bow, bow, wow. bow, 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 on the Senate floor. And he basically he didn't die, but he was severely maimed, yeah, he was basically crawling on the floor out of the out wow. of the uh congressional chambers um I believe Crazy. there might have been a there might have been a before he, the guy decided to just go go enforce trauma right <laughs> I think the the perpetrator tried to like smuggle um like one of those little, like a hidden gun, okay, or something, yeah. like a Derringer or something. And but he it didn't just, didn't, happen. It didn't happen. So he just resorted to, hey, I got my cane here,
0: let's smack and, him. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you know, I, I always. That's very interesting to kind of learn context. I always hmm. think that that's one of my favorite things to learn about is context and like perspective of, you know, yeah, you know, these are the the events that happened in the history but i always personally like learning the backstory behind why those decisions were made yeah. so that sounds pretty cool
1: yeah i can't quite remember like i said the 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 motivation behind that incident right. but but i just know that these two guys were were Rivals Not, of some yeah, type. Yeah, they were rivals of some type. It might have been over office space, to be honest with you. Like, there, there oh. was a little, there was a little jealousy in there of uh, of real estate. Gotta love in it the, in the congressional building. But I think that was like insult to injury. Mm. You know, he's like, oh, this guy is my ideological rival, and he's got a corner office. Let's let's hit him.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Interesting. You know.
0: So, there you go. Know,
1: let's see. Oh here we go since we just talked about the context and things. Uh, comparatively to history, okay um, How does studying psychology kind of blend in with it? So is there I mean, I know you have studies right. and studies might, uh, for the sakes of this conversation be comparative to primary source documents. right So like is there things that you do in psychology when you're studying it that I might recognize uh, as someone who's studying history? So primary documents, right or asking questions, kind of reading in between the lines a little bit, um, looking for um, situational context that might have influenced how it was written, how it was studied, whatever.
0: Like, what I was kind of referring to is, like, your time period plays a lot into it, Mm -hmm. psychology-wise. So Mm -hmm. um, if, at the time, we were not interested in finding out more about the mind, then it's not going to be well-documented, right? And so it was also who was being seen or, like, talked to also influenced it. And so um, there a lot of psychology has been from the perspective of men than it has been for psychology of women, right? And so um, you can kind of see from the different theories and the, the changes of the perspective how we went for more kind of outlandish, more talking about um, consciousness. And if that's a thing, you know, do we have free will to more of like, can you prove it? Yes or no. And that's more behaviorism. So that's mm-hmm. more of, you know, kind of think training a dog to go outside to go to the bathroom, right? So you can kind of take those premises of if the dog needs to go to the bathroom, it goes pause the door, it gets lit up. You reward mm-hmm. that. Um, things that you can... Physically see biological, um, and so there's been changes in what we 've seen as okay in psychology, and so I think to to point to that, I think there's landmark studies for sure um, that kind of start as a jumping off point, and then other research can kind of branch out from mm-hmm. um, but it 's also the time period. I think this is like connection to history needs to allow for that to happen. So if if we as humans don't feel like we're ready to look into whatever, we're not going to get there. Yeah,
1: or like if you have a study that was published in in 1957, right? You're not going to look at it and be like, "This is the the word." Yeah, <laughs> like right? You know, like you need to have some
0: contemporary. Uh, right, criticisms. and so you have to kind of look at where that is, and then if things have changed since then, right? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes there might have been a finding about the way in which we act in 1980s, but has things changed in the 40 years that have passed? Uh You know, more people are single households. You know, there might be everyone's in the workforce in some way rather than just having a single um, income earner. How has that changed family dynamics, for example, Mm -hmm. in psychology Mm -hmm. and things, so... There's all types of different... Unfortunately, there's never, like, a hard truth of, like, this is what we know for a fact. Um, And so things always are changing. Yeah. But it keeps it interesting. There you go. Oh, and that, that means that we have reached the end of our episode. So, who are we telling to love, Dawson? We are telling
1: ourselves that we love each other this week. Very nice. So that might mean, you know, checking in on where you are at the end of the week and being like I've done a lot. I've got work done. I've got, you know, some free time on my hands. Go do something that you enjoy because okay. you want to do it. Whether that means go out and out for a drive or going and having a nice meal, treat yourself kind of day or right. just hanging out, having a night in and just relaxing. Do something for you that you enjoy this week. Excellent.